Welcome to the Momentum Podcast. My name is Manning, and I'm excited that you are joining us. Momentum is our business ministry under Freedom Church, and our vision is to equip and inspire kingdom businesses. This podcast will cover several topics with a focus on what it means to be a kingdom-driven business. Our hope is to help you build your business no matter where you are in the world. To stay up to date with what's happening, follow us on social media at Freedom Momentum. Hope you enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our Momentum podcast. I am very excited about our conversation today, so we are going to jump straight in. Uh, As you know, we've been on the series within our Momentum podcast all around the DNA, which really shape what a kingdom business is. It helps answer what a kingdom business is, and it helps each of us establish certain steps that we can take to build our business in a way that brings the kingdom down to earth. And today, we are touching again on first and best, which says serving with all that we have, not just going through the motions or doing the minimum, honoring everyone, and using the best of our talents, time, and resources for the kingdom. And I'm really excited because I'm talking with Sean Vermeer, who is in Hereford. Uh, her and Joff, if you don't know, I'm sure you do, but if you don't know, they have been leading Hereford Campus for a couple of years now. And they're just a couple that I really admire in the way that they have been in business and the way that they've been in uh, ministry as well. For several years now, you and Joff have carried both roles in business and in ministry. And so I just want to even ask you about that of how has that been in season, you know, especially when you're in Belgium, then moving over to Hereford of how have you managed both business and ministry in season throughout the past couple of years? Yeah, it's um, it's definitely been a seasonal one. I think that's a great word to use. I think we now have been trying to think. We have been campus pastors for... Oh, here we go. Here's some maths. Seven years. I was going to say seven. I was, it was more of a guess, but I was going to say seven. It's a little bit over nine, maybe seven. Yeah, seven, almost eight years of um, campus pastoring. And we started a business together about a year into campus pastoring in Belgium. So Josh started Steel Saints. Um, and so it's it's been a journey that we've kind of done tandem with leading in church and business. Um, and honestly, we have learned so much through doing those things together because I think God isn't limited in the way that he speaks to us or teaches us. And there's been so much about church and building church for the kingdom that has enabled us to build business for the kingdom and has uh, developed uh, us as leaders, but then also in reverse as well, there's been so much that God has used in business to teach us about faith, to teach us about, you know, simple things like leads. Okay, how do you connect with people? How do you relate to people that then you bring into building church? And so it's been an amazing journey um, that I think has been very, it has to be spirit-led, I think, for all of us, uh, you know, people who are followers of Jesus that are building business but also want to build the church in some capacity. Um, it has to be a spirit led thing that he will call us to, you know, maybe press into one area, um, maybe with more hours, um, a little more focus for, um, a season and then 
that that pendulum can swing sometimes and that will shift and that will change um but it is it is such a blessing to build you know both of those things in different seasons now you said that when you were in belgium after a year of being campus pastors god spoke to you about building a business what was that like like do you remember why y'all decide like what the vision was or why he spoke about it honestly i wouldn't necessarily with with steel things i wouldn't necessarily say it was like you know this big god moment it was honestly an accidental journey into business because um we needed some tables for church and Joff was like, oh, I think I could probably make something. And so I've got pictures somewhere and they're hilarious. It's literally Joff in like a back room of the church with his welding equipment on the floor, um, just welding. It looks so dangerous and I'm sure it probably was. It was like toxic fumes, who knows what. Like, And it was just this, oh, I just need to pull together some tables so that we've got some tables that we can, you know, serve coffee from so that people can stand around at church. Um, and he made them and I was like, these are really good. Like, I really like these. I actually think people would buy them. Um, and so we had made them for the church in, in Bruges and then we had some other campus pastors be like, hey, do you think you can make some of those for us, for our campuses? Um, so he made some more. And then I obviously was like, you can make some stuff for our house. So I mean, you can make some stuff for us. And then I just was like, oh, maybe I just make a social media account and we can see where it goes. So we made a social media account and the stuff wasn't, you know, honestly, it really wasn't the best. Like Joff hates the stuff he made to start with. He thinks it's embarrassing. I think it was fine um but we just you know started then accidentally falling into business um and and it's developed incredibly which was amazing and then whereas i think what i'm developing at the moment what i'm looking at business wise it felt more like a oh god's put this this definitely is in my heart and it's a way that i believe we can serve particularly children in our city and around the world mm -hmm. and my heart is to bring the best for them and it feels like that was a god um, a god inspired dream um to impact and um, the community around us with jesus's love so yeah it's, it they kind of were birthed in two slightly different ways but i love that because the accidental birthing of something, a business, I think for creative people in particular, that can happen. Like you are good at photography, you're good at videography, you're good at, you know, whatever various skill. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, I could actually make this. Like we have someone on our campus who's a very talented musician. Well, why can you not make that into a, some sort of career that would give you profit to release you to build the kingdom as well? So I love that though, because it's two examples of, people in our church who accidentally step into business, they didn't mean to, or God has spoken to them about business and they've got to take the steps, lay the foundation, lay the groundwork to actually make it happen. Um, and for you guys, obviously doing this in the past, what's let's just say it's six years of building business and building church. How have you, this is kind of a blanket question, but how do you know what season God is calling you into for both? So like how you mentioned earlier, um, it depends on, you know, the number of hours we might spend more hours in business one week and then maybe more hours in ministry the next. How do you know like that balance of the two? Yeah, it's a good question. I think, um, without trying to give too much of a cliche answer, I do think, you know, when you spend time with God, 
um, he speaks to us. And so when Joff and I were moving from Bruges over to Hereford, I think we very much felt in our spirit, like, okay, when we first get there, um, we need to focus on church, on the campus, on getting to know the people, of building relationships, um, of getting a sense of where things are at, what, what exactly is God going to shape this season for Hereford campus? What's it going to look like? And so we quite intentionally took a step back from Steel Saints at that time for about, um, I think the first year really, Joff did very little for Steel Saints. We very much pressed into uh, the campus. Um, and then as, you know, we're a year in, it's almost, and I think God can speak in a whole variety of different ways, but for us in that season, there was a combination. Partly, it started to, there was like this uncomfortable feeling in our spirit of, oh, he's, he's given us more capacity than this. There's, there's more, okay, we've, we've got a bit of a flow now with the campus. We, we know the people, we've got a sense of where, what God's calling us to. Um, but there was, yeah, this uncomfortable feeling also, it, it was super practical. We needed more finance. And so it was like, well, <laughs> either we go out and, and we take jobs and, and that's, is that what God's calling us to? Is he calling us to pursue business? We actually ended up doing a bit of a hybrid actually, um, where Joff got a bit of employment. I got a bit of employment for a season, um, as well as then, okay, let's really begin to push Steel Saints forward um, at the time. And um, and so I think it was, you know, you feel it in your spirit. Uh, I think when to step back and when to step forward. But that, that was, I guess, maybe a little more of a more dramatic example where it was, you know, uh, a bigger shift in life. But I think even in the, the day by day, week by week, month by month, there are, there's that flow. And I'm, I remember Dave Thomas speaking about um, finding a rhythm rather than a routine in life, which I've just, you know, gone back to, I think, again and again and again. It's like we could try and fit our lives into a routine, but then if anything out of the ordinary comes, it, it throws that. So we could say, and we tried to do it before, okay, Monday to Wednesday, we do this, and then Thursday and Friday, we do that. But then on a Friday, something comes up for church, which was unexpected, which means then you can't do that. And it, oh, and then you can get like you can allow yourself to get stressed, overwhelmed. This isn't working, or you can have a rhythm. Yeah. And you know, we've even talked about it just in our marriage. Okay, we have the rhythm of dating. When we have a you know a child, we have a newborn baby the rhythm looks a little bit different you can't have this fixed routine maybe as you can when your child's a bit older and they sleep and they do all these different things but we're going to have the the rhythm of dating we're going to have the rhythm of romance i think we've tried to do the same with both church and mm. um, business or it's like we have the rhythm of building kingdom through church and we have the rhythm of um building business which means we and we're blessed with you know both of those for us there is a flexibility there's a great flexibility I recognize obviously there's some people who might be listening to this where they have set work hours and they're trying to develop business and church outside of that and there's not as much flexibility um, but I think again there is that ability to find a rhythm with your evenings there's a rhythm with your weekends there's a rhythm with the time that um 
you um, work and allowing the Holy Spirit to feed into, okay, this week it just feels like the tempo is leading me towards this or to yeah. focus um, so planning's good. I love to plan. I mean, you know me. I love to plan. And so I think you can plan, but you have to hold it open-handed. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to end up driving yourself a little bit crazy. That's true. I would much rather find the routine, though, <laughs> than the rhythm, because I want everything to fit into its perfect box of, and I've tried to do that, of these two days, I'll do this, and then these three days, I'll do this. And it just doesn't, it never works out. But with the rhythm, I agree. I think when you get into a rhythm and allow God to speak in, even to your like every day, then you find out you have more capacity. You can get like things are getting done. And I kind of think we're more meant to live in the rhythm than the routine because it's ever changing. Things come up, different pastoral issues come up with people um, or different business projects come up that you need the more like the flexibility and you need to be able to bend and adjust but it's so controversial to like our control, our sense of control that we want to put on our like planned timing of life. And it just doesn't, we can't do that in the kingdom and be able to manage both. And I would say you and Joff have such high capacity, but I love that you were even able to distinguish, you know, this first, and not that you you said it'll be one year and then we'll step into something else, but like through prayer and like through feeling in your spirit, knowing Let's step into something else. And that's part of momentum too. Even how you said that practically you need more finance. That's part of like why we want to build momentum and momentum businesses because we realize building the kingdom takes finances at the end of the day. And people need to be willing to step into a business to make some extra finance or build something to bring in finance as well. Part of this whole thing around first and best is around using your be- like using the best of your time and resources for the kingdom. How can that work in business? And then how can you bring that into the kingdom of like my time and my resources? I want to bring the best to the business, but I want to bring the best to the church. And how do you see those overlapping in the two? Yeah, well, I think, you know, uh, in the more broad sense, the kingdom of God is about, you know, the rulership of God. That is what the kingdom of God is. It's his reign, it's his rule. And so our whole lives and every piece of it falls under that or should fall under that. We should, you know, be wholly submitted to him. It's not just when I go to church or when I do my church activity. It's like my business, my finance, my family, my life, my hobbies, everything of who I am. God, I give to you to serve you, to glorify you. Um, and in turn, you know, we all know that he just blesses us so much. Um, and so I think for myself, I try not to um, box it too much where it's like, okay, because it's not now this is me serving God and now this isn't me serving. It's like my life is yours. Um, and so without a doubt, I think our businesses should build the kingdom and and I think there's a whole variety of ways that that can happen I mean I think for some of us the product that we bring in and of itself is like it brings something to the world it serves in some way of building God's kingdom through his love through you know whatever gifting he's put in our hand creativity it brings something um, for others like you say maybe it's about creating finance um, to fund something for others it's more that kind of tent making concept it's to free us up so that we can do other things um, but I think it is also good to recognize there are certain things that um, 
a business cannot do to build the kingdom. So there are things that businesses can do to build the kingdom. There are things that only the church has been designed to do. Um, that, that it's designed in this unique way, this fivefold way, this, this community, this ecclesia, um, that no business can be. And so I think it is as much as our whole lives are his, um, I think it's, it's a dangerous ground where sometimes I'll hear business people um, saying, well, my business is my church. And I'm like, yeah, but that's just not biblical because there is so much that your, your business cannot fulfill the commandments that have been placed upon a church. Um, and, and it's not good for us. And so it's, you know, we need to create the space to build our businesses. And that is so important. And 100% it can build the kingdom. However, we need to also create the space to serve in local church. And like, you know, first and best, the whole principle, the concept is, is bringing our gift and bringing our best. And I love to see that in action. I was, you know, this week, um, we have an individual in Hereford campus who, she got saved in January, um, which is amazing. She's uh, an interior designer um, and does all sorts of different things, but yeah. This week she comes into our church building and she's helping us design because she's using what she has in her hands um, to help build the church. And I just think it's an amazing um, example of using what we have in our hands to build the kingdom. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's, yeah, it's, it kind of contradicts itself, and, but it doesn't. It's our life should be one thing. We shouldn't box it. However, there are things that only the church can do and therefore we should invest yeah into that as yeah. well yeah i think even in that it's you know the church is first <laughs> the church is the fu- the primary and our business you know just like salt winds momentum is there to aid the vision of the church it's there to financially aid it it's there to connect have as a resource to connect with people um but yeah there are things and i've heard businesses as well say my church wasn't doing this. There weren't businesses within freedom, but other people outside of freedom who say, my church isn't doing this. And so I'm just taking it on myself to and my, use my business. And they've almost separated themselves. And that's never what we want. We always want to have and see our businesses as aiding the church. And it's a great example of that lady who is using her gifting to practically build the church where, like, in what capacity that she can. Um, lastly, just to kind of round this out, and we kind of touched on this, but I just wonder from your perspective and obviously from pastoring tons of people, um, sometimes I have people say they are called to business or they're called to the marketplace, but they carry this guilt and shame for not doing enough for the church. What would you say to someone in that sense? Like, do you have any sort of perspective into that or advice that you give people? Yeah, I think obviously it is very um, individual, very circumstantial, I think, with each person. There are times where actually someone is just carrying guilt and shame that they they haven't been designed to carry. They are giving their absolute best. They are giving all of themselves um, and they are putting a pressure on themselves that nobody else is putting on them. And actually it's about releasing that weight because oftentimes when we release that weight, we release more capacity um, because it frees up more space in our mind god can speak to us in different ways um, however i do believe that there is also often more capacity in so many of us than we believe that there is um, and coming to god and allowing him to prioritize our life 
Um, and, and this isn't something that you just do once and then, well, that's it. It is a monthly check-in of like, hey, God, like how, how is the balance of my life right now? Um, how are things um, fitting, flowing? Are there areas that you want me to adjust, change, focus on, etc.? cetera? Um, and so if our business, you know, should be service to God in and of itself, that should be incredibly freeing and it should bring us so much joy and it is such a blessing. Um, however, I do think for a lot of us, there is more capacity in us than we think there is. And there are ways that we can serve um, our local church, maybe in great ways, but he will grow us into that as well. Um, and giving ourselves a bit of grace to um, allow him to develop our capacity. It's just not putting a lid on ourselves, I think is the important thing of saying, this is it, this is all I have, and anything above that, I'm overwhelmed. It's, I think it's more a journey of being like, okay, God, I want to grow in my capacity. Right now it's here, but what can I do to enable you to take me to here? And sometimes that's not about adding more things on our plate, it's actually just being more effective with what's currently in our hands and the way we operate and the way we think and our thought patterns and he just wants to refine how we are currently operating to release more space in our life. Um, but giving ourselves grace is really important. And then speaking to someone you trust and asking them, maybe a group leader, someone who's around you, to speak into that is often great because it is often a very like uh, individual thing where, yeah. with our story and where we're at. I think that's so good. I love that of... Um we all do have more capacity within us. And I also just to add that, add to that, think there's still like a glass box around what it means or what it looks like to build a church of, to be in ministry, you have to be the pastor or you have to be speaking from the stage. But there is so much need in church, you know, meeting up with someone, encouraging them, um, serving on a Sunday, bringing cake on a Sunday, serving kids team. Like there's just so much opportunity being on a worship team. There's so much opportunity to serve the church and we need every single aspect of that um, to help aid it. And so I just think that's another area when you look to build capacity is also look and see what can you do to help build the church. And it literally can look as simple as encouraging someone intentionally taking that time um, Sean, this has been so good. Thank you so much because it's something I've wanted to talk about of how do we balance, because obviously our church, we love our church and we love business and there's a balance of the two. And I just think you guys have done that so well. And so I thank you so much for sharing your wisdom in this. Thank you. Yeah. You're great. Thanks, and, friend. Yeah. And for everyone listening, have a great day. Hope you learned something and we will chat to you soon. Bye.